Hey everybody, welcome back to Investing with Wesley. In today's episode, I want to give you a deeper dive into the tax benefits of business entities. Specifically, in my last video, I gave you examples on how to set up these businesses or how to set up your real estate deals so that you paid as little taxes as possible. Specifically, in this video, I'm going to go more in depth on exactly how the numbers work and how business entities can actually lower your tax burden if you did almost nothing else at all. With that being said, let's get into it. So for starters, I'm going to give you guys an inside scoop on one of the ways me and my wife are currently using tax strategies and business entities to lower our taxable burden. Now, the numbers I'm going to give you on screen today are going to be different than the numbers that me and my wife are currently working on, but the math works the exact same and the tax efficient planning of it works the exact same. So let's just say that you have a home and it was a starter home and you bought it for about $200,000. Well, currently you need a little bit bigger of a space or just wanna move to a nicer area. So you are actually going to leave this house behind and go buy a bigger, better house. Well, what a lot of people would do is sell this first home and take whatever profits you could get, put it as a down payment on this next home. That way it lowers your monthly payment. Well, what me and my wife wanted to do was not sell our houses at all, but instead use them as rentals. So although we were using them as our primary residence, now our intent is to get a bigger primary residence while we use the house we already have as a rental. So this house is currently in your own name. It's not in any sort of business entities yet. And you're actually getting $20,000 a year from rent from this house. Well, you would actually owe taxes on about $13,000 worth of income generated from this rental. And the reason you won't actually owe taxes on the full $20,000 you made from this rental is because of depreciation. Because this house is an asset and assets can be depreciated over the amount of time they're expected to last, it gives you a little bit of a deduction every year to help you lower your taxable burden. So in this example, I made $20,000 a year in rent, but I only owe taxes on 13,000 of it because I got about $7,000 worth of deductions because of depreciation. So what is a depreciation? Well, a depreciation is actually a tax deduction that you can receive for the lifetime of that particular asset. So for real estate, it's 27 and a half years. So for 27 and a half years, you can depreciate the value of that home and use it to offset the income you're gonna receive in rent. Another example is a computer. Let's just say you bought a new laptop or a new computer. Well, computers are expected to last anywhere from five to 10 years, depending on whether it's a laptop or an upright computer or what have you. So you would actually be able to depreciate the value of that computer or laptop over the course of its lifetime if you had a business and that laptop or computer was used for that business. So because I'm using this house as a business in the form of collecting rental income, I can depreciate the $200,000 that I bought this house for over the 27 and a half years it takes to depreciate fully. Now there are multiple ways to calculate the depreciation rate and how much deductions you could get each year, but just for the sake of easy math, we're doing the straight line method, which basically means you get a level amount of deductions every year for the amount of life that that particular asset has. In this case, it's 27 and a half years that I get an equal amount of deductions. So $200,000 divided by 27 and a half would actually give you $7,275 a year in deductions. But for the sake of simple math, we're just going to drop it down to $7,000. So even though I would owe taxes on the $13,000 worth of profit, and it actually wouldn't equate to that much money I'd be losing to the IRS, I still think that we could lower our taxable burden that much more and that $13,000 is still too high. 
So my plan is to create an LLC that is taxed like an S-Corp. Now remember, S-Corps are pass-through entities. So all the profits and losses go directly to the business owner's ta personal tax returns. So all the profits I'll receive go onto my personal return as well as all the losses I receive will be deductions for any other income that I receive as a person. And the reason I want to set up this LLC taxed this way is because I want this property as an investment property out of my name. And this is just for liability reasons. If a renter tries to sue me, they could have access to everything I personally own, including this new house that I plan on buying. But if this particular rental was inside the box of an LLC, then when this renter sues the LLC because the LLC is the owner of the house, they only have access to the assets of the LLC, which is just this house, meaning everything else I have as a person is completely protected. So it's a very important thing to get your personal name off of the title of this particular property, especially if you plan on using it as an investment property. Instead, you should have it in a business entity. That way you have some liability protection that comes with it. So I'm not just gonna go to the county recorder's office and sign over the title of the deed from my name into my business name. There's a lot better of a way to do it. Instead, I'm gonna sell my home to my business on an installment sale. An installment sale is basically a sale of a particular item, in this case a house, where you sell it for a full price, but you don't actually receive that full amount of money up front. Instead, you receive it in installments. And the installments can be whatever you and the buyer agree upon. In this case, I'm agreeing upon myself so I can set it up to whatever I want it to be. But I set it up on an installment sale where every month my business has to pay me a certain amount where basically I become the bank and the business I set up has to pay me a mortgage because they bought the house from me so due to property appreciation and the fact that I'm basically paying myself, I'm not gonna sell my home to my business for the $200,000 I bought it for. Instead, I'm gonna make my business pay me $500,000 for this property. Doing it that way increases its cost basis to $500,000 instead of the $200,000 that I bought it for. So basically when it comes time to depreciate the value of an asset, now I'm depreciating a value of $500,000 instead of a value of $200,000. So because I'm depreciating much more money, my depreciation instead of $7,000 actually equates to about $18,000 now. And it's the same math. $500,000 divided by 27 and a half years gives you $18,000 and some change. But for the sake of this example, we're just going to round down to $18,000. So the same $20,000 worth of income I'm taking in from rent minus the $18,000 worth of depreciating deductions I receive means I'm only gonna have to pay taxes on $2,000 worth of profit. And literally all we did was create an LLC and sell my house to the LLC. But at the end of the day, all I did was increase the cost basis of this home. That way it increased the depreciation deduction I receive and lowering my taxable burden from $13,000 to $2,000. But if you're smart, it actually gets a lot better than that. Because this house is still my primary residence and I'm selling it to this business, me and my wife will qualify for a $500,000 exemption because it's our primary residence. But what I'm gonna do come tax time is tell the IRS not to tax me the way an installment sale would be taxed, where they tax me on the little bit of money I receive every year. Instead, I'm gonna ask them to tax me the full amount this year. So basically what they're gonna do is say, fine, you owe taxes on all $300,000 worth of profit that you got from selling your primary residence to this business. 
But because of the $500,000 exemption that we qualify for in Section 121 of the Internal Revenue Code, we actually owe $0 in taxes. Because we only profited $300,000 from this sale, and our exemption is $500,000, we're held liable for $0 in taxes. And because we're not liable for any taxes, and because the IRS taxed us this year for the full amount of the installment sale, every single month for the next 25 years, the money that my business pays me as the installment sale is going to be completely tax-free because the IRS already taxed me the year I sold that property. And after that 25th year, when the business finishes paying me that $500,000, I'm still only going to have to pay taxes on $2,000 worth of the rental income because its deductions are on a cost basis of $500,000 instead of the $200,000 that I originally bought the house for. So if you're paying attention, just putting your property in an LLC that's taxed like an S-Corp will not only lower the amount of taxes I'll need to pay, but I can also receive years worth of completely tax-free income because I qualified for Section 121 of the Internal Revenue Code, and that is a primary residence tax exemption, and it's $250,000 if you're single or $500,000 if you're married. So even though the rent never changed and the owners never changed, just by me selling my property to my business, I was able to lower my taxable burden all the way down from $13,000 to $2,000 with up to 25 years of completely tax-free income because the IRS already taxed me the year of the sale and I qualified for that exemption. This is why it's extremely important to learn how business entities work and to think of really smart ways that you could structure your businesses and your investing so that you can lower your taxable burden the exact same way I have effectively lowered mine. I hope you got value from this video. If you did, please remember to like and subscribe because it really helps the YouTube algorithm get this channel out there. If you want, follow me on my dedicated Instagram account, Invest with Wesley. I don't post there too often, but if you ever had a question or just wanted to strike up a conversation, that would be the best way to get a hold of me instead of having an extremely long comment thread down here in the comments. But until our next episode, have a good one.